right, we are live. It is episode 55 of the Odd G's podcast. There he is, H. Mays, Jason Martinez. What's going on, Harry? A uh, lot, really. I mean, we're in the middle of uh, March Madness. Uh, the first day of the tournament delivered a couple of big upsets and some drama. And, uh, you know, we got free agency is is cooking and the Eagles making moves left and right, both losing and adding players. There's a lot going on, man. The yeah. Sixers are in the middle of a six-game winning streak uh, with a couple more winnable games on the, on the docket for the weekend. They got a back-to-back in Charlotte and Indiana. Uh, for uh, tonight and tomorrow night, and uh, you know they're playing great basketball. Joel Embiid is absolutely just unstoppable. Yeah, he's um, he's ridiculous, man. What yeah. a machine. Um, yeah. Where we should start, Harris? Here though, do you think I got a question for you? Mm. Do you think Aton's been talking about the Marcus Mariota trade since the 2015 draft? Well, it's funny you bring that up. Of course, he was one of the signings from Howie Roseman yesterday. Yeah. And of course, you know, social media, social media blew up about do the deal and pictures of Chip Kelly and all this. Michael. (laughs) That was Sal pal, right? Do the deal. But Aton and I were working together back then. And we, we must've done. Marcus Mariota do the deal shows for three straight months, every day of the week. It was so monotonous. But if we came in there and wanted to talk about something other than that, the program director blew a gasket. Yeah. It's like, yeah, I mean, if you're not talking Mariota, I'm out. Click. You know what I mean? Like you basically tell us that everybody's turning the station. If you're not talking about Marcus Mariota, meanwhile, the draft's still six weeks away and we've just done six weeks of Marcus Mariota shows. How, how can you tweak it anymore? It was, it was monotony for this, this college football quarterback (laughs) played in Oregon. Right. Was from Hawaii. Right. Right. (laughs) You know, I was like, what is going on here? I mean, I looked at Marcus Mariota and Chip Kelly from every angle possible. Yep. And, and still had to do it for six more weeks. And we were making the case that those two together were going to revolutionize the NFL. Exactly. (laughs) Oh my God. Yep. Yep. Do the deal. Do the deal. Hashtag and, and, do the and, deal. You know, and, and Howie, you know, obviously is, is Trader Howie. I mean, he find he finds his way up the board. So, you know, it was totally oh, yeah. possible. But, I mean, I mean, it was just ridiculous. Unre- I mean, he moved up the board, Har. Oh, to, man. To, to get Wentz. Yeah, right, <laughs> right. Did it for and where's he right now? He's unemployed. Dude, what has happened? He man. got released by Washington. And uh, his career plummet as quickly as his, maybe him and RG3 together. Well, RG3 was totally injury related. I mean, could could you, you know, and and you go back and and look at Wentz, uh, you know, he sustained his share of injuries and was never the same player either. So you can make the case that it's similar, but you still expected Wentz to bounce back. I thought he was like an alpha, like good dude and the whole thing. Turns out this guy's a jerk off. Yeah. He's not the greatest of teammates. I mean, you know, you never would have thought that, but you know. Wow, hey, that's you know you that's never why know this, anybody anymore, Harry. No, that's right. But that's why this draft is such a crapshoot. I mean, you yeah. know, us as fans, you know, or in sports radio or whatever, we don't get the we don't get to sit in on the meetings with these players when they're evaluating these guys. Yeah. But that's really a lot of it. Like you got to evaluate with your gut. You know, is this guy going to be good in my locker room? Like that's a big yeah. part of it. Because if he's not, it can submarine the whole thing, just like it did with Temple basketball. Yeah. Uh, Khalif battle. 
was a transfer that they took hit from Jersey that they had tried to recruit uh, initially when he was in high school. He ends up going to Butler. And after Butler for one year, he leaves, puts himself in the transfer portal and Temple picks him up. And he ends up being a lousy teammate, a selfish yeah. player and was uncoachable uh, and ends up costing Aaron McKee his job. Yeah. And that's, that's the shame, the fucking shame of it. Like, Aaron McKee is as good a dude as you will find. Yeah, you he know is. Him, you know him well. I know him a little bit. And Blue is awesome. He is. And he, he gets a crack at it, and that's what happens. Yeah. Like, that kid cost him his gig. That, now, that does he, suck. You know, you know, Aaron made his share of mistakes, too. I mean, sure, you, sure. you know, his his coaching staff, I don't think, was really up to par uh, for, for the league that they were in. Um, you know, would there have been adjustments to that staff? I would have hoped so. If he was going to stay, he was going to have to adjust the staff. Maybe he didn't want to do that. I don't know. But uh, he's out after four years, and now they're on a, a national search to try to find the next guy. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's crazy, man. It is absolutely crazy. Now, did you dive into the day one of the tournament? Uh, I, well, I, I was recording some uh, episodes for Inside Golf, the teed-off segments that we do with uh, oh. Harry Donahue and uh, – uh, several others over at Lulu Country Club, but I was watching the games, you know, when I was in between episodes and I had Furman yesterday who was playing in the early game against Virginia. I had him mm-hmm. plus six. Not Mark Furman. No, not Mike. Oh, that was good OJ trial knowledge <laughs> yes. right there. Wow. I haven't yeah. heard that name in a long time. Yeah. No, the Furman Paladins from uh, Greenville, South Carolina were getting six points against UVA yesterday. And I didn't have the balls to take them on the money line. At hindsight, obviously, wouldn't that have been oh, great? That had to pay. Gosh. That had to be a pretty nice payday because they win the game outright in a strange circumstance, where University of Virginia, um, their their fifth year senior, I think he's been there five or six years. Uh, Clark, I think his name is. He was one of the guys, the the last guy on the roster that was also on the roster when they won the national championship a couple of years ago. And so he's a very experienced player. They had a timeout left. He gets the ball and gets trapped in the corner and doesn't call timeout. Instead, try to make a a, a long hero pass down the court. It gets intercepted by Furman uh, near near center court. They make a pass. The kid hits a three. Oh, man. Boom. I mean, it was unbelievable the way that game ended. Oh, jeez. That is (laughs) class. The guy in the corner, you're the coach of that team, Harry? Oh, he comes to this to the sideline of the bench. He comes over and you go, why don't you call timeout? Ah, jeez. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> that is an ah, jeez. It, it really it. is. I mean, imagine being a UVA fan. I mean, Virginia is crazy. Uh, under this coach, Bennett, who's a really good coach, they play this defensive style. They're hard to watch. They're not a very entertaining, if you like, points. Yeah. Uh, but, but he's a really good coach. He's got a national championship. He's also got been eliminated by a 16 seed remember that a couple years ago yeah university of maryland baltimore county i think is who who eliminated umbc harry yeah umbc and now yep. he gets eliminated by a 14 seed as a three seed wow that's <laughs> unbelievable you should have been a coach i don't give a damn what sport it is yeah I think you've got a lot of John Tortorella in you. You think so? Yeah, because guys would come back to the bench after being out for their shift or whatever, their run, and you'd be like, you have got to get faster. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, but I, I could also give him like, like that one-eyed Jack Stare look like John yeah. Chaney used to give the officials back oh, in the day. Yeah. But I'd do it yep. to my players. 
Yeah. <laughs> I, I was magic with the officials this year in youth hockey, Harry. Oh, yeah? I got three penalties that were called and on the scoreboard. Take it off. How, how does that work? <laughs> Jedi mind trick, Harry. Does I that ever happen something. in the NHL? No. Yeah, I didn't think so. Like they got other guys to back them up too many. So it's the Jedi mind trick. I learned a trick about 49 years of age. Hmm. I no longer ask for what I want. I tell them what they're going to do. Hmm. So like I'll get on an elevator and I'll say, I'm going all the way up to the suite level. Make it an express. I don't ask. Just you're making it an express. <laughs> and most people are just like, oh, I guess so. Okay. And they go. <laughs> I got three penalties off the board this year. Wow. Yeah, I was pretty Now, what, what's, what's your threat to the official? I mean, how do you do this? Well, for, I work them, first of all, in the beginning. Okay. And then, eventually, you, you may Were you like favor. Bruce Boudreaux over there? Yeah. Me and Gabby. <laughs> I'm working them. Yeah, absolutely. Um, real quick, um, because of the tournament, I wanted to mention this to you. Do you have YouTube TV here? Uh, no. You may need to get it. And here's why. YouTube TV has now, uh, it's being rolled out in different markets and platforms. Hmm. Multi-view. Oh, where, where you can YouTube... have a couple games on at once on one screen? I think it's up to four. Okay, well, that's as many as, that's that's the max. There's yeah. no more than four, I think, locate well, at a time. Right, I think that's, I think that's the max. Because they've got, what, True TV. TBS and um, TNT and then CBS. So there's four networks with games on yeah. all the time on Thursdays and Fridays. But I mean, when you get into the football season. Oh, really? YouTube TV, multi-view. So you, you could do college football and have like how many games? How What's the max? I think the max multi-view you can have is four. But oh, okay. in your case, Harry, because you already got dual screens. Mm-hmm. So you could go multi-view four college football games on one, multi-view four college football games on the other. Oh, so I could have eight different games on the two screens. Yes. Wow. Wow, that's pretty cool. It's like I'll your own you sports YouTube bar. TV. Yes. <laughs> now, you cut the cord how long ago now? Two months. And uh, aside from the multi-view, is YouTube TV the, the way to go in your, uh, in your estimation? Harry, I'm watching it on my 70-inch upstairs, and I'm like, first of all, like the first, it was like the third day we had it. And I'm I'm watching it with my wife, and I go, "Does the picture look better?" Hmm. And she's like, "Yeah, it does. Like it comes through better for some reason." Now she wasn't all buckled on. Uh, no, this was about <laughs> ten a.m. Harry. Okay, <laughs> she was on her way, but she wasn't okay. quite there yet. Um, and then, yeah, it's it's great. Um, unlimited DVR. Oh wow! Nice. Yeah, on demand, everything. It's it's fantastic. Huh. I love it. So we should I get him as a sponsor. That'd be great. Yeah. This that show's on great. YouTube right now. It is. Yeah. yeah. But you know who is a sponsor? The original Fudge Kitchen, huh. the official sponsor of Not For Long Media and the IG's podcast, Original Fudge Kitchen. You know, at a staple of the Jersey Shore, six locations, Cape May, Wildwood, Stone Harbor, and Ocean City. The original Fudge Kitchen, they make all of their fudge right in the store. That's going to guarantee a delicious product. So stop by and let them know that N4L sent you. But if you're not able to visit in person, they ship it across the USA. Be sure to check them out at fudgekitchens.com. The original Fudge Kitchen shipping fudge and sweet treats across the country. There you go. Now, how about Howie Roseman, man? Um, He's getting a lot of accolades, apparently, from like uh, the pundits at ESPN for a couple of the moves that he has made. 
Um, I wanted to ask you about the the move that he made with the running back room, because I think this if if this guy can stay healthy, yeah. and, and it, it all is it's all predicated on his health. And this guy, uh, I'm talking about Penny. Yep, has missed about half the games that he's been scheduled to play in due to injury. How many? I mean, how many? How many games has he played here? Well, I think he's missed 40 some odd games out of Jesus. almost 90 games. I mean, he's he's had a he lot of He is not going to be healthy here. <laughs> well, <laughs> you should pick Miles, up DeMarco Murray. Miles Sanders, of course, was a good back, but you know, Howie's like thinking like he hey man, he's he's had a career year. Uh we played in the Super Bowl. Uh so this guy with, with two key running backs being franchised in Saquon Barkley and Jacobs out in Las Vegas, those mm-hmm. guys are off the market. So that moves miles up the board, right? Yeah. Yeah. Along it with, does. along with Eckler. In best Los available Angeles. is what right. they call they're, that. They're yeah. the, those are the two best available guys. So they're going to be coming, you know, are going to be very valuable and probably get, you know, we all get over, overpaid. they all get overpaid, but we don't want to overpay a running back. Yeah, he got and how he's very mindful of, you know, the the element of running backs don't last long. You right. chew them up, you spit them out, you you kick them out. And they got a couple of them. The Gainwell is coming back, and of course they yep. re-signed Boston Scott, the Giants killer. Yep. Um, but they end up spending apparently. I got this from the Liberty Line uh, Instagram. Eagles running back salary in twenty twenty three. Now this is all the running backs added together. Okay. Five point two million. Holy cow. <laughs> Penny's making less than $2 million a year. Um, so if he stays healthy, that's a, that's a total bargain. He's a first round pick. Yeah. You just gotta be careful how you use a guy like that. And, right. and the thing that makes me a little nervous with that, Harry mm-hmm. is you gotta, ha- that running back room at 5 million may be okay, but it may not be okay. And right. I think, and that's a really a big thing for the performance of Jalen hurts. Like they gotta be able to Agreed. run the ball. Now, yeah. They got the line. We, mm-hmm. we love the line, so that helps. Yeah, but, but. Miles Sanders' salary for 2023, according to the Liberty line, is $6.25 million for just him. Yeah, you got, but you got to allocate dollars very, you know, to certain areas. You, you can get away with it. Maybe they can get away with it there. You well, gotta, they, at this point, you got to trust Howie. Right, you got to. And, like, if it blows up in his face and Rashad Penny gets a, you know, a season-ending in- injury week two, this all, you know, goes to hell. Yeah, uh, try and find something. But that, right. how he's made deals, too. Look at the Super Bowl year in, in 2017, Harry. Ajayi. Jay Jay yeah. Ajayi. That's right. Yeah. He came in here with no knee cartilage and helped like, them to a Super Bowl. Yeah, and and, and him and Garrett Blunt. Right. We thought Garrett Blunt was gassed at that point, right? Yeah. I loved him, man. I did too. He was a snot knocker. <laughs> he really was. He really was. But I mean, you know, these are the kind of things you got to do when you got your quarterback to pay. Yeah. You know what I mean? You can't allocate too many resources to to this position because I got to give my quarterback forty five, fifty million dollars a year, or whatever, whatever. The going rates like like forty five million to fifty, right? Yeah, per they, year. They gotta, I think the NFL hire and Howie Roseman would probably agree with this. It's probably the only thing he would agree with me on is that the quarterbacks should have their own salary cap ah. and the rest of your roster gets there. I mean, because it's so, ridiculous. So There's another guy making so, two and one guy's making 2 million. Another guy in a locker, two, do- two doors down is making 45 million. <laughs> so he's just saying, take the quarterback position out of the salary cap. Yeah. Wow. That'd yes. be interesting. 
Yeah, I mean, because look, like the money, some of these guys, like the Matt, um, not the Mariota, the uh, like, why am I drawing a name on his fucking the guy in Kansas City? <laughs> the QB Mahomes. Yeah, Pat Mahomes. Yeah, he got Mariota on the brain. I mean, the deal he signed, right? Yeah. Is insane. It's more than the probably the the gross um, amount of money in Rhode Island. He should have been given an ownership stake in the team. <laughs> yeah. Really, yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, you know, the Eagles Amazing. make you know a lot of moves. They lost Javon Hargrave. They've lost two of their linebackers, T.J. Edwards, who's a tackling machine. Yeah, I don't and like they that. lost Kaiser White. Uh, they lost Epps, the safety. Mm-hmm. Backup quarterback Gardner Minshew's gone. We mentioned Miles Sanders, Andre Dillard, which uh, you know was a kind of a first round bust of a lineman that they he was just a sort of a rotational sub for the Eagles. Because they hit on a seventh rounder and Jordan Mailata. Yeah, how about how about that? Yeah. Linval Joseph and Dominican Sue gone, and uh, looks like C.J. Gardner Johnson I think is gone too. But then they bring back Darius Slay. James Bradbury, and then add Greedy Williams, who was a, yeah. like sort of a depth cornerback from Cleveland. So the defensive backfield outside of the safety position uh, remains intact. Yeah. Well, when you consider what they could have, lo- they lost a lot, no doubt. And some of those pieces, like Sue, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but all said and done with what they could have lost and what they ended up losing. Yeah, I think they did a really good job. <laughs> now, are you concerned at all? Because there's three aged players on here, and this is Always. what happened with the Phillies when they went to the the World Series two years in a row, and then they kept these core guys yeah. too long. You know, the, Jason Kelsey's coming back. We all love him, but I mean, yeah. you know, I mean, he's eventually he's undersized. He's go. Yeah, you you'd think that he's eventually going to break down at some point. Fletcher Graham. Cox comes yeah. back for another year, and Brandon Graham. Yeah, it, it's you. You got to be careful about being nostalgic, mm-hmm. right? You, you, these guys have been Eagles for so long, and that whole notion of um, a player playing his whole career for one team. Yeah, you know, it's cool, it's great, it's, but but it's uh, not a requirement. No, like if I I'm don't a general care manager, in the long run. <laughs> right? If I'm a general manager, I can't, I can't think about that. Yeah, I have I to get be. caught up in it. Yep. Yeah. I have to be what you are now, what not what you were, right? And what you can give now, um, yeah. I mean, yeah. I saw Kelsey coming back too. I mean, we thought he was going to retire four years ago. I know. I, I keep. He just loves playing football. Yeah, I, I, know, think, I don't. Yeah. I don't think it's about the money at all with him. He just loves the game of football. Yeah, I think he loves yeah. the locker room and yep. and everything that comes with it. And I mean, he's going to end up. He's the Brian Dawkins of the generation. Mm-hmm. It's crazy, you know, isn't it? You go, An undersized center out of the University of Cincinnati, who I think, what was he, like a fifth-round pick or something? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it is a, an amazing story. And just he's such a good player because he's so smart and he's so much stronger than you would think. Oh, he I know. Is. And the agile. Way throws, and guys, the way he leads blocks uh, oh, down the field. Great he's, feet. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's got great feet, too. So. Yep. Um, yeah, I, I saw the sleigh thing, like that was kind of going back and forth, right? Yeah, well, yeah, exactly. There and was there it. was talk that he was gonna get traded, right? Yeah, and I, I saw Dallas's name mentioned, and yeah. that ended up not being true. And then they were, you know, do we just release him? And then all of a sudden he gets a contract extension. Yeah, and he says, I'm come, let's run it back, and he's all 23 million up. guaranteed. Not bad. Yeah, and I'm sure his wife is I'm getting all this news from his wife's Twitter account, which for some reason 
pops up on my timeline. I have never clicked on her. I have never followed her. I don't give a damn. But Jesus, why is she so present on Twitter about him? I don't know. You know me. I mean, I've said this many times. If you're on the gravy train and I'm providing the gravy train, everybody else stays off of social media. Yeah. That's it. You can go on it. You just can't. You post. can go on it. Yeah, you just not, you're not posting anything, and you're not yeah. speaking for me. Yeah. Okay. Oh, Out drives me yeah. nuts. What is she saying? She, just, you know her. She's always going back and forth. She goes. She interacts with the fans back and forth. I know, good and yeah. bad, like during games, right? Oh, the, the whole thing, Harry. She yeah. does give away tickets. I see from time to time, mm-hmm. which is cool. But jeez, yeah. I, I see her stuff on Twitter ten times more than I see his. Yeah, I don't even know if I follow him or her. I don't yeah. think I do. But I, yeah, I, I see it because other people favorite it that I follow exactly. or retweet it, and then it shows up in my timeline. That's why I'm seeing it as well, I think so. Right. It, yeah, it's insane. It's enough already. Um, let's tell the people about uh, Psalm Sleep, Harry. Yeah, well, Darius Slay and Mrs. Slay are going to sleep very well now that they got that $23 million guaranteed. But if you're having trouble getting enough sleep at night, Psalm Sleep has you covered. The scientifically advanced Psalm Stack includes ingredients that are naturally found in your body right now, like GABA, magnesium, and melatonin. Sleep is obviously the best form of recovery. Just ask N4L founder and NFL tight end Colin Thompson. It's helped him take his game to the next level. And it's quite simple. All you got to do is drink one serving just 30 minutes before bedtime, and your body's going to naturally calm itself down. You'll wake up feeling refreshed and ready to conquer the day. Make sure you check them out at GetSom, G-E-T-S-O-M.com, and use the code G's, J-E-E-Z, for 10% off your order. Get some sleep. Get some sleep. Um, There was a big, big, big event last night, Harry. Let me bring up the visual proof. Well, the NCAA tournament was last night. What are you talking about? Bigger than that, Harry. Bigger than that? It was the return of their god. Bruce was back in town. Jesus was in the building. Yes. Genuflect at the altar of Bruce. Oh, my goodness. And here we have the crew. I see the tweet that goes out from Dar- Darren Degatano. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I see Joe Fordyce is here. I'm not sure who that other guy, that guy, the second guy is. Mm-hmm. Then we got Brian Startari. Uh huh. The the mayor of the Bru- or actually he's the Pope of the Bruce yes. religion. It My is. neighbor John yes. Clark. Yes. Johnny Sunshine. Hope you weren't yeah. out taking the trash cans out last night, Harry. You made no, I put him out this buckled. morning. Yeah. <laughs> Then we, and then we got Steve Bucci in there. And, and Darren, Darren Degatano is in the NLCS shirt. Uh-huh. And, and Steve Bucci is there as well, former CBS3. He's sports. a fraternity brother of mine. Is that right? Yeah, he hazed the shit out of me. Uh-huh. He was a senior, an outgoing senior at Shippensburg when I was pledging as a second semester freshman. Wow. And I, I'll never forget it because we, we, we pledged in the spring of 84. And the, and the NCAA tournament was going on great guns about, you know, maybe a, two weeks left in the, in the pledge season. And they were watching the championship game. I think it was Houston against Georgetown, I think was the final. And he had me, I was working the chapter room, like keeping these guys filled with beers and, you know, whatever they needed. I was basically like the waiter. Yeah. And then, you know, doing push-ups in between, you know, and all this stuff. Well, there was a big play in the game where one of the players, I think for Houston, got 
got it charged, got charged. And they had me sort of recreate the play into the chain, the living room. So I had to stand there up, you know, in, in front and of the television the and take a charge from across the other side of the room. Steve Bucci came at me full speed and lowered his shoulder like a football player yeah. right into my chest. And it wow. knocked me three feet back up against the wall and down. It wow. knocked the crap out of me. <laughs> wow. He he got his money's worth on that charge. He did. He, did. he charged you twice, It Harry. was only one foul, too. Probably and then gotten, sent you a bill. Probably should have been a technical. <laughs> Holy shit. Wow, man. That's crazy. Yeah, the booch. Love the yeah, booch. Steve Bucci. Yeah. The whole crew was out last night. I'm sure they were fist pumping. Oh, yeah. I see B-Star there slugging a, a 24-ounce Corona. I guarantee you John Clark is hoarse today. Oh, they all are. From singing all the songs. Oh, God. <laughs> How many times did the light, the house lights come up? Because Bruce is always big on bringing up the house lights. Let's bring up the house lights. Yeah. With that. <laughs> and, and sing along to jungle, jungle Land. Yeah. <laughs> Look, I loved Bruce Springsteen in the 70s and the 80s. But about 1987 was, I think, the last record that I even paid attention to. Okay. Tunnel of Love, I think, was the name of the record. Yeah. It had some good songs on it. But after that, I lost touch with Bruce. Yeah, you, he Bruce lost you. You 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 were like uh, one of those people that flees Scientology, Harry. Mm. Did he have his people tracking you down? Did I get clear? I got yeah. going clear. Isn't that what they call that? Exactly. Yeah, yeah, I got oh. clear. But Darkness on the Edge of Town, Born to Run, you know, Greetings from Asbury Park. Uh, you know, I wasn't that born big the on USA. the river. I wasn't a big river guy. But yeah, Born in the USA was great. Tunnel of Love, I liked a couple of songs on that. I mean, he was great. Yeah. And I, I saw I, him live a couple times. I, it, I've seen it enough. It, yeah, it never resonated for me. It just yeah, I know you're off, a hater. It just comes off really cheesy to me. Kind of well, like no, Dave Matthews is really cheesy to me. It's not, well, it's not that he's bad, he's a bad musician or anything like that. They're it totally different. Yeah, but it's just that same vibe that I get. Well, see, you're I think you're basing it off of the fan base more so than the act. Now I'm basing it off the fan base because I, I like I looked at that that tweet last night from and you Dutch. went, ah jeez. I went, ah jeez, douche crew's back. Oh my god. <laughs> Stop. Well, they're all great guys, but when they're together, it's the douche crew. Oh. <laughs> Can you imagine how, how excited Star Tari must have been? Oh, all right, Jay. <laughs> oh my God, he must have been going nuts. Oh my God, he must have said five billion words before talking to everybody at the same time. Holy shit! How, how can he talk at the same time he's singing along? Oh, he can manage. Harry. He probably can do it, right? Yeah, he's like YouTube TV with multi mouth. <laughs> Unbelievable! Oh, that's great. Well, the one thing I do re give Bruce respect for is the live performance that he still oh. goes and gives them people a show. Now, how old is he now? Because I think he still goes three and a half hours. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, Raider Frank just texted me. He said, I should have been there last night. We rocked the Wells Fargo Center. Well, how Raider long Frank did he play? Ask Raider Frank. To tell yeah, he's us. watching right now, so I'm sure. Okay. Tell me. Yeah, how long did he play, Raider Frank? I mean, I um, saw him when I saw him a couple. I saw him two or three times. I mean, it was always a three and a half to four hour show. So that's too long. Well, I don't need to see you that long. Yeah, but he plays the hits. It's not like he's going up there. Like when I saw I'd him, I'd be gassed the... though, Harry. What you as a fan? Yeah, you don't have an attention span. That's I, could, I couldn't go that long. Like, I couldn't see Metallica that long. 
Well, and I we, love the catalog. When we saw them, they played pretty long too. They were a good two and a half hours, right? No, they'll they'll play two hours. You can't you can't keep up That's that it? kind of intensity. No. Pearl Jam will do that. Pearl Jam will play really long shows, but it's mm. too long. It's like just give me the good I don't need to hear every hit. Leave oh, me not? wanting more. Jesus. It's like a residency with Bruce for one show. It's insane. Well, you know, what you're paying for those tickets is a lot. Two hours, 45 minutes last night. Oh, okay. So, you, so he's cut it down a little bit. That's about two hours and 10 minutes too long. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Play Born to Run, Get Out. <laughs> Dude, every song on that album is great. Oh, man. yeah. I mean, there's a few songs I do like, but. Yeah, I just I always found them. Right, what's your favorite Bruce song? It's Born to Run. It is. Yeah, I mean, it's a okay. great song. Yeah, I like She's the One. Mm, I don't know that one. You don't? No, not off the top. I'd have to hear it. Okay, it's a good piano in that, and a great sax solo. Uh -huh. And see, the big man's no longer living, so yeah, that, that takes Clemens. a lot. I don't know how you know. I don't know who plays the sax for him now, but. You know, Clarence Clemens was a great showman, too, man. Like, he would give you a stage show, too. Like, him and yeah. Bruce, the interplay that they'd have together was really yeah. pretty cool. I, I will give him credit, too. There's a lot, a lot of good musicianship there. Mm -hmm. Is know, Nils Lofgren still in the band? I don't know. But, I mean, I, St Little Steven. Yeah. I mean, yeah, Max Weinberg on drums. Mm -hmm. You had Clarence Clemens. I mean, that's some great musician. I mean, that's the production that's up there. Roy Bitten, I think, was the keyboard guy. Yeah. Is that how you said it? Was it Bitten or Batan? I think it was Bitten. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Patty Scalfa. Don't forget Patty Scalfa. Yes, I remember that. I haven't heard that name in a long time. Scalfa. Are you still married? I don't know. She was married to um, Little Steven, right? No. No, I'm not. Bruce. Or Bruce. Oh, She's got to still be. Yeah, I think he is still married. <laughs> little no, little Steven's wife was in The Sopranos. She was in The Sopranos, yeah. Yeah. She was Gabby. <laughs> yeah. What is wow. what is going on here on this? Renee Cruz here with all these bands uh, he's mentioned. He's, he's I don't know what you know. I see Rush. I see Kiss. I see Deep Purple, Rainbow, Led Zeppelin, Motorhead, Scorpions, Iron Maiden, and Judas Priest. I, it looks, by what he's messaging on here, it looks like he's there dumping his nose into an eight ball. <laughs> you know what I mean? Jeez. Wow. Am I wrong? I, I think he's trying to, to play to your uh, sensibilities of music. These are all your bands. Uh, you mentioned Thin Lizzy. <laughs> Saxon. Who the hell uh, is Saxon? Or a hair band. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I don't, I don't know. Not that. a very good one, Harry. I don't know them. Wow. That's yeah. insane. All right, so what happened with today. what happened with the Flyers here with uh, Danny Briere? He's now well, the GM. Is it, it's termed interim GM? I think he's definitely going to be named. Oh, it's interim. Yeah, because um, oh. they they fired Chuck Fletcher last Friday, a week ago. Right. I remember I, I saw something online that something's going to go down today. So I texted you. I said something's happening today, and and you were on it. You figured it was Fletcher's uh, yeah. last day. Uh, wow, you were you, you were getting the Jeff Marrick from Sportsnet CA dot CA's uh, tweet, I guess, showed up in your timeline. Yes, on last Friday. Yes. Uh, um. So yeah, they fired Chuck. They make Danny the interim. But last year, um, the Montreal Canadiens GM job was open when Mark Bergevin left. Okay. And Jeff Gorton, who used to be the GM of the Rangers, is the president in Montreal. So they just. 
Danny was a finalist for that job, final two. Mm-hmm. It was him and this guy named Kent Hughes, a former agent. Some is an American player, actually, in the USNTDP. So Kent Hughes ends up getting the job, but they know the Flyers at that point, okay, he's going to get plucked here any day now. Mm-hmm. So when he got done playing here, Danny went to work. Initially, he jumped in on the business side. Right, he went rate- to Wharton School, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. So he goes to the business side and studies under uh, Sean Tilger, who I'm a very good friend of mine. Right. And he was the president of business operations for the Flyers, worked with Peter Luco. And Danny's showing up in our radio broadcast meetings. He's learning all the elements of the business side. And then he crossed over about probably 2017 or 18 into the hockey operations. He ran, he was the general manager and ran the main Mariners of the East Coast League. And did all this stuff. And I'm trying to book him one day. Nobody knew that he was in college unless you were in his class. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to book him. And he's like, oh, I can't come on at 2. I don't get out of class till 2.30. I go, class? What do you mean? And he goes, I, I went back to school on that pen. Mm-hmm. I'm like, so I get him on the podcast. I'm like, what are you doing back at school? So he wanted to pre- – most former athletes hire. He made a lot of dough. Right, right. <laughs> Let's be honest here. A lot of dough. So when he didn't just rely on his reputation as a player to turn to GM, he's like, I got to educate myself. So he went to Penn's Wharton School of Business. Pretty good school. Yeah, pretty good school last I checked. <laughs> right? Yeah. And put in the work, did a huge MBA program, and you know was working his way up. And when they almost lost him last year, they made him a special advisor to the GM. And it looks like he's going to be the GM now. And I think it's a really good choice. He's a smart guy. Mm-hmm. Here's the difference. I know a lot of people go, oh, former floor. Oh. Yep. Yep. I mean, I, Steve Eisman, former Red Wing general manager. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chris Drury, former Ranger general manager. Kent, Kevin Adams, former Sabre general manager. It's all over. It's, it's not a Flyers thing. Right, right. <laughs> you right. know? Um, but, you know, who they hire now as the president, because they've separated the two roles, will be paramount. Mm. And... You know, I think I think that he's the right guy because he played the game in this new generation. And I think that is an important element. And mm. So much has been made about the advisors, about Clark, Holmgren, and Barber. You know, they certainly had some influence. They weren't making decisions. Um, but I think that'll be pushed aside a little bit more. Mm. So All I right. think it's a good thing. And he, look, I talked to him yesterday. He's on today's Flyers Daily. He's got a lot of work to do. Yeah. A lot of work to do. I mean, what's what's job number one? What's the first? What's at the top of the list? Well, assemble his staff, you know, and go through and decide who's staying here, you know, in management, scouting, mm-hmm. all of those areas, and who's not. Mm. That's number one. Then get ready for the draft. Hope you get a little luck on May 8th and end up at the top with Connor Bedard. Is it May and 8th? Is that the actual draft or is that the lottery? That's the draft lottery. Okay. Oh, the lottery. The, they have the fifth best odds to land the top pick now. Because the draft is in the summertime, right? Yeah, that'll be the end of June. Yeah, okay. So he's got that to do, and you know, then he's got to look at trading players that don't fit the timeline, like Hayes, maybe probably Provorov and some others. So he's got got a lot. Wow, he's gone. Yeah. Hmm. So yeah, there's a lot to be done, and finds himself right after he gets, you know, named the interim GA and broiled in a little bit of controversy because something his son did. It's it's oh yeah, I saw that. I'm sure he's dizzy. So you saw that video? I did. Where, he, where they pushed the empty wheelchair down a flight of stairs at a party or something, or in a bar? Yeah, I think it was a bar. I think it was yeah. an upstairs bar. Looked like it was rocking inside that bar, though, man. 
Yeah. Yeah, and dumb. It's certainly dumb, dumb thing to do. Yeah, but I mean, he's just a he's a drunk college kid. Yeah, he goes to Mercyhurst. Yeah, he plays hockey there. Right. I think they've suspended him for the rest of the season. And the thing is, is people are all like going after Danny, like, oh, he shouldn't be the Flyers GM because oh of what God. is. It's like, oh my the God. outrage police. Yeah, they were yeah. out in full oh, yeah. force. And like, I could never comment on something like that because I did so many just irrationally dumb fucking things when I was ripped. Yeah. And you were in your early 20s or late teens, yeah. whatever it was. Yeah. yeah. It's just like, I know. Stupid. Well, there, like, there weren't cameras everywhere. Yeah. And I could have pushed a chair down the stairs and we all thought it was funny. The chair was empty. Been... Let's, re- yeah. let's, let's remember there, nobody was in the chair. Yeah. It's... Okay. Yeah, and, and it's a bad look because everything's on video right now. Sure. And you know, I get it. But, like, I mean, he, he who hasn't sinned should not throw stone. <laughs> I mean, I don't have a stone to throw, Harry. Right, right. Well, that, that's if I did, the... I probably was ripped and buckled and threw it at some kid. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Now, wasn't he at Arizona State? He was there for a very brief period of time. I'm not sure. I, I know that I think he just maybe got kicked out or something because that's a zero tolerance school. I know somebody else that went there. Oh, wow. And when you go to a school like that, that's zero tolerance, one thing, there's no warning. Yeah. There's no probation. They don't give a damn. You're gone. Wow. (laughs) Underage drinking one time gone. See, now that's never, that, that would not be a school where I would think would even have a hockey program, much less a good hockey program. Phenomenal one. One of the best in the country. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. Them in Penn state jumped in and just like, became elite programs pretty much right away well yeah penn state got the money from the what pagula, pagula. right yeah, yeah the owner of the buffalo uh, bills yeah right i, I was hoping we were going to go up there next week harry for the uh piaa state championship hockey tournament but didn't happen my son's team lost in the semifinal of the flyers cup oh, in wow. overtime wow. Wow. so they How get into over- state's hoop team yeah yeah they get destroyed texas a&m last night yeah, how about that? That's a huge Chambers win. Still the coach? What's that? Pat Chambers still the coach? No, Pat Chambers is down at Florida Gulf Coast. In fact, his name has surfaced. I don't know, if, you know, if it's real or not, but people are floating his name as one of the potential candidates for Temple. Yeah, he's he's down at Florida guys. Gulf Coast, but he was at Penn State for what seven, eight years and never made the tournament. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, but no, their their coach is the former assistant at purdue his last name is shrewsbury and he's wow. actually a hot candidate now for for other jobs to elevate yeah 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 i remember being at a penn state indiana game bob knight was coaching yeah penn state won in triple overtime oh wow we're in indiana was top 10 team at the time right can't remember who was on that team maybe jj reddick or now was this at the old gym or was this at the uh, gym rec hall yeah, old Red oh, yeah. Ball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bryce Jordan wasn't even built yet. Oh wow, I've that been to Bryce Jordan for a, for a Penn State basketball game. Yeah, Bryce Jordan came around right after I got done. Okay, and maybe I was still in, but yeah, probably around ninety seven or so. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, that's cool. Stuff. Yeah, Wealth Advisory Services, Jay. If you don't know them, you should. Paul, Dave, and their entire team. They got over a hundred years of first class service working with all different levels of investors all across the country. 
And as pros dedicated to continuing education and a a high standard of ethics, they leave nothing to chance. Wealth Advisory Services coordinate with other trusted professionals to ensure seamless management of your assets with services that range from portfolio management, insurance, tax, retirement planning, and beyond. They're in Bucks County, PA, and Cape May, New Jersey. WealthAdvisoryServices.com, a personalized approach to managing your wealth. There you go. Um, What else do we want to get to here? Do we have anything else there? Ah, uh, jeez, trying, trying to think. think. We don't. We don't really plan. So Villanova lost in the NIT. Did yeah, you see so. that the other night down at Liberty? Uh, what's Jay? So Wright? They, what's Jay Wright thinking? Uh, Jay Wright's Jay Wright's doing a nice job with the CBS and TNT crew. Oh, you knew um, that he would, though. Oh yeah, he's yeah, he's so classy. I love yeah, him. he's doing a good job. He, you know, he obviously did some of the games down the stretch uh, before on Selection Sunday. I think he didn't he work that Big Ten game. Mm-hmm. And the, the tournament, it was Penn State against Purdue, wasn't it? In the Big exactly. Ten final. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he, he, I, I, he's such a good coach and he ran such a good program. The thing that I fear now, though, is if he does go back to coaching, he's got to rebuild and at his age and accomplishment. Do you go through the process it takes to build the culture that he had at Villanova? Mm, yeah. I don't know that you can. That's yeah, a one thing, one time thing, Harry. He doesn't have anything left to prove in coaching. No, you I know? mean to me, he's the best coach in Philadelphia sports since two or since nineteen eighty. Mm. And I don't think it's up for debate. No, you're probably you're probably right about that. I mean, hard to argue. Two yeah. national championships. I mean, geez. Yeah. I mean, when yeah, Mr. That, Basketball says that it's, it carries cachet. Now they're seventeen and uh, seventeen. They finished five hundred, and wow. Temple finished sixteen and sixteen. I think. Jeez. Yeah. Brutal. Philly baseball Brutal. taking it on the chin right now. No doubt. And how about Princeton? They Tiger. Beat, they beat Penn in the Ivy League tournament. And then they end up uh, getting, I think, I don't know if that was the final or or it may, they might have had to beat Yale to get into the, because uh, Yale went to the NIT. Mm-hmm. Princeton won the Ivy League and they face the second seeded Arizona Wildcats who've got, you know, all these Euro guys that are probably going to play in the NBA, and they go and beat them. Wow. It was amazing. Who was the coach there at Princeton? Gillen? Uh, Remember no. the redheaded guy? Pete Gillen? Yeah, no, was he, that him? He, he wasn't at Princeton. No, it was um, Pete. Uh, man, he had that certain that offense that the he Princeton ran. Princeton offense? Yeah, the Princeton offense, but they, that's what they call it. There's a lot of backdoor cuts and stuff. Yep. Uh, didn't Pete, Eddie Jordan Carrill Pete Carrill that's Thank the guy's you. name yes he ended yes. up going Not I think, Steve Carrill <laughs> he ended up going to the NBA too for a while I think he wow. coached with Sacramento um in the NBA for a little while but, but yeah Pete Carrill he was a legend yeah he did go to the Sacramento Kings I remember yeah. that too yeah um and <laughs> Eddie Jordan ran the Princeton offense here yeah <laughs> yeah right remember that <laughs> we ran the the Sixers ran the Princeton offense with players that were not Ivy League. <laughs> no, exactly. They were really running the Trenton offense. That's really <laughs> yeah. what they were running yes. during that era. But uh, yeah, speak, he, uh, he was at Rutgers, too. Rutgers played in the NIT the other night. I watched the game. It was one of the best games I've seen all season. They played Hofstra at the rack at Rutgers. Hofstra comes in with Speedy Claxton. Remember him? Yes. Speedy Claxton was how Jay For Wright got to Villanova. Yeah, because he went to Hofstra and Jay was the coach and they went to the tournament 
And that's what made Jay Wright a you know a hot candidate. He ends up yeah. getting Villanova job, and away we go. But Speedy is now the coach at Hofstra. He comes in with a pretty good team, minus their best player, and beats Rutgers in overtime at the rack. It was wow. awesome. That's fantastic. I mean, you're you're not watching this hoop, sorry. No, I'm. Yeah. You know, I like to look at it from afar, really far. <laughs> 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 I, I got the, uh, the 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 Saudi Grand Prix this weekend, Harry. Oh my God! The Jetta Corniche Road Circuit that I'm looking for. Now, do those do those Formula One guys get the same shit that these golfers get for going to Saudi Arabia and taking their money? No. Last year, when they were at the, the Jetta Corniche Circuit, there was a lot of controversy because a missile blew up like six miles from where the track was at some warehouse. Somebody a missile strike. So it's, it's an area that's volatile still, wow. and there, there's a lot of concern. Um, but no, it's the FIA that has them going to um, Saudi. They have a couple races in that region. They have one in Bahrain. Right, that was the was, one, the first one of the year, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Now they have this one um, in the in that area as well. Do they go so, to Dubai uh, at the end of the year. They they go to uh, Yas Marina in. Um, well that's the united the... arab emirates correct i think yeah and that, that's yeah. that's where dubai is too I believe. that's where they'll wrap up the season at the yas marina circuit in abu dhabi uh, okay so um yeah they'll get to more european well the miami race is coming up so mm-hmm. that's not far away as well so you and the old lady taking a trip down to miami for the f1 no, race? i don't think i'd like to go to that one that's the parking lot basically of uh um, the stadium down there that they turn into what the arena or the no, f- it's, it's around the football stadium. Oh, okay. So it's, it's not in Miami then it's out by the turnpike. Yeah, exactly. Okay. They go under a, the, at one of the parts They have the chicane that goes underneath an overpass of the turnpike. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And it's pretty bizarre, but um, it, it's a cool little track, but it's not an area I'd want to go. I'd rather go to like Austin and, mm. or go to Montreal and see, you know, the race there. They have one up there? Yeah. Yeah. Katie oh, wow. Going a long time. Yeah. Wow. So that, and that that one happens in the middle of summer, which is a good time to go to Montreal. So Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, lots going on. But um, well, I think that's all we have, right? You know, it's that time of year. Uh, you know, the, the winter is still upon us here. I know it's gotten a little warmer, but we still might have some bad weather here, Jay. It's a great time to go to the southernmost city in the United States. That's Key West, Florida. And our friends over at Shots and Giggles, They've got the the go-to local and wannabe locals bar right there in Key West behind Sloppy Joe's, right next to Tattoos and Scars Saloon, just off Green Street. Shots and Giggles is known for its relaxed atmosphere, cold drinks, and always having the game on TV. Go there and watch the uh, NCAA tournament. Steve and Hanya, the owners, they'll take care of you. Uh, they're from up around, you know, our, our parts, San Jose. Well, actually, Steve's from San Jose, but Hanya's from, from up in uh, this area. And she's actually a Washington Commanders fan. Wow. Uh, from Annapolis, but uh, Steve will be wearing an Eagle shirt most likely. So when you're down there in the Keys, stop by Shots and Giggles, hang out with the awesome bartenders, grab a drink from their to-go and take-out window and uh, watch some uh, college hoops on the southernmost NFC East bar, shotsandgiggles.com. See, to me, I've seen pictures of Key West. And it doesn't yeah. matter if it's perfect weather here. It's still going to be perfect there and there's not here. Sometimes right. you need to get out of here and go there. Right. 
You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> I, I just wonder, I'd love to take that drive, you know, like from like Homestead or whatever, you know, all the way out to Key West. Yeah. That's what my buddy's telling me to do. Take that drive, uh, go down there, rent a big convertible mm-hmm. and just enjoy that, that drive down. Yeah. To do the cliche West. thing. Yeah. You know, it's okay. Yeah. I, right. Who am I to say no? Right. Um, one last thing. Did you see um, the the almost fight with Bennington and Marc-Andre Fleury, the goalie fight, Harry? No, I missed it. Oh, so this Bennington's a pussy. And was he was he with St. Louis? Still is. He still is? Okay. Yeah, still there. And I just this guy just rubs me the wrong way. He's like so faux tough. Mm. He's that guy that, you know, wants to fight as soon as the ref gets there and he knows he can't fight. Oh yeah, one of those guys. Don't hold, don't hold me back. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's just one of those dudes, and uh-huh. I I just can't stand the guy. So he gets scored on the other night, and Ryan Hartman, who scored the goal for the Minnesota Wild, kind of comes to the crease and clips him as he's skating to the, to the celebration with his teammates. Mm-hmm. And Accidentally, he, or do you think it was intentional? I don't know. Even if it was on purpose one of his teammates should have jumped in and maybe done something Mm. um they did not so he goes flying in with a blocker boom throws a haymaker he gets a match penalty kicked out got suspended two games you can't crush a guy with the blocker you know okay but they're hard to get off they're not easy because they're strapped onto your wrist there's like straps inside it's not like dropping the gloves where these guys just go like that you can't do that like, yeah. you can just shake your hands with the gloves and they just fall off. Right, right. Locker to glove, you're like, got to pull them and get loose in it. Mm-hmm. The whole thing. Like, if you remember Hexy traveling down the length of the ice to fight Curtis Joseph. Taking the gear off as he was as he was The whole way down, down he's trying. Yeah. He's like, God damn it with this glove. You've got to get off. <laughs> um, but eventually you get it off. Yeah. So he gets the two games. But Flurry was mic'd up. And uh, he's the, the goalie for the Wild. Yeah, yeah. He's the most loved goalie in the league. Versus the most hated goalie in the league. Okay. And he's there telling the ref, he's like, come on, let's go, let's go. And the ref's like, no, no, come on, it'll be fun. He always wants to fight somebody. <laughs> and he's we have video of this? Yeah, let me, I'll bring it up. Because, yeah, yeah Flurry's, I, I mean, what a perfect time. He's always perfect to have mic'd up because he's such a good guy. He's always smiling and the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but, all right, here. I'll so now he's been up. with Pittsburgh, Las Vegas, and now Minnesota? Yeah, and was Chicago for a small period as well. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. okay. Chicago traded him. So, okay, wow. let me let me just enhance this. And I'm going to then I'll screen share it um with the audio. Where's the audio here? There. Okay. What are you where are you getting this from? This is from Twitter. Um okay. somebody uh Nasty Knuckles put out the video of uh him going down and mm-hmm. mic'd up. So here it is. All right, let me just hit play. All right, that's Flurry. Hey, hey, let's go, let's go. Let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go. No, 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 he's talking about his hair. How great oh, is that? That's it. So they wouldn't let him fight. Why not? No. Let him go. <laughs> this is the NHL. They just can't get out of their own way. God damn, have some fun. <laughs> Seriously. 
I mean, come on, you right? Notice how Bennington wasn't coming out there to challenge him. He was letting allowing the ref to sort of skate him away. He wanted yeah. no parts of it. <laughs> like you look at Flurry, like he knows what Flurry looks like out of that gear. He's a mm-hmm. bean pole. Right. You, you could blow him over, Harry, with a good <laughs> sneeze. Let those two go. The fans would have went fucking nuts. I know. It would have been more viral than that all over Twitter and social media. And you I know what? That would have been good advertising for the product. Yeah, but then Mikey Miss would have would have uh, pissed on it. Oh, because, oh, uh, can't be fighting sports, that whole thing? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Remember all that? <laughs> uh, I, I have this guy that tweets me after I put out that video, after I quote tweeted it, and said to me that, Hockey goalie fights in hockey are dumb. They just look awkward. That's when I get up and go to the bathroom. Yeah. I'm like, I, really? I was like, seriously, dude, you must be a lot of fun at a party. Yeah. I oh, mean, yeah. come on. He goes, golder fights don't belong in hockey. They look stupid. I get up and go to the bathroom when they try and fight. Hextall well, skated the length of the ice to get pulverized by Felix the Cat. They don't. They don't happen that often. They're they're kind. Of, that's why they're so cool. It's a rarity. Right. Total rarity. Right. And it is, and it, you're right. It looks goofy because they're trying to fight in all this huge equipment. Right. They but got pillows funny. strapped to their legs. <laughs> yes. And by the looks of it, Flurry's got about 19 straps on those pillows. You don't need all yeah. those flour. Wow. Get rid of the buckles. <laughs> you, get, you can get streamlined to just a couple Velcro straps these days. Mm. That's just added weight, but he's old school. So. All right, the the wild world of sports, Harry. We talked about way too much sports today, so yeah. we've got to find a different topic. Way too much hockey. It, we did. Well, I mean, we talked about hockey and Bruce Springsteen today, and basket and college hoops. Right. Jeez, that's like my Mount Rushmore of topics, Harry. <laughs> Next week, a Mount Rushmore on quarterbacks the Eagles should have drafted with Marcus Mariota. Mm. <laughs> oh my God. All right, that puts a wrap on it. Uh, that's episode 55 of the Aji's uh, podcast. Um, we got some new reviews in, too, that I can read next week. All right, do let's that. do it. Yeah, so uh, if you leave us a five-star rating and review, I don't care if it's five-star, um, you can uh, put drop those reviews for us or find, help other people find this podcast, and we may read yours on the program. So uh, that'll be a lot of fun next week. Have a great weekend, Harry. Enjoy the tournament. Yep. And uh, we'll be back in a week's time here on the Aji's uh, podcast. Have a great weekend, everybody.